Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Hey, God bless. I want to talk to you today about one demon that self-deliverance can't remove. A very, very controversial topic for me, self-deliverance. I'm just going to tell you the straight up truth. I am not a fan of self-deliverance, but I am merciful with self-deliverance. And today we're going to go over a couple of key points uh, to help you understand up to how far your self-deliverance can go when there is no deliverance ministry or deliverer in the land or someone you can go to to get delivered or there isn't a deliverance church minister in your city region uh, or the uh, area where you live and how you can actually begin the process of getting set free. Amen. First and foremost, let me just share a secret with you why um, I'm not a fan and I'm going to share with you with all of the experiences and the multiple over 400 deliverance sessions that I've done. Uh, I'm going to show you that this one demon self-deliverance cannot deliver you from self-deliverance uh, cannot and it's not a weapon against this particular demon. And I, but first, let me give you the backdrop to this. The deliverance ministry is the only ministry, or at least in my viewpoint and in my worldview, it's the only ministry that by its DNA, um, it's designed to be codependent on someone else. And I'm going to tell you why. Because John chapter 13 talks about washing each other's feet. Those of you that are familiar with the story, um, many churches and denominations have literally taken it uh, from a literal perspective, um, and they actually do foot washing. But the but the actual the actual uh, revelation and context of washing each other's feet is not in the act itself; it's in the necessity of asking someone else to do it, and that's where the issue is in the foot washing sacrament of what the church calls a sacrament. It's not in the act. It's in the fact that you have to humble yourself and ask someone else to wash your feet. Breaking protocol is this, is Jesus did not say, wash your own feet. 
Did you catch what I just said? Jesus did not say wash your own feet. He said wash each other's feet. So that requires you to become vulnerable. It requires you to actually take the time and go ask someone. It requires you to go trust somebody. It requires you to be held accountable. It requires you to step out of yourself um, and to go and ask someone else and to let them into the intimate places of your life. Now, foot washing in the scripture, John chapter 13, is not uh, just about humility. It is about deliverance. It is about deliverance. The key for deliverance is found in that story. It is found in Peter's response and in Jesus' response. What did Jesus tell Peter when he said, well, Lord, don't just wash my feet, wash my whole body. What did Jesus say? He said, you already clean. You don't need to take a whole bath. I just need to wash your feet. Well, what is that? Uh, what is that a metaphor? Did you catch it? What is that a metaphor for? Very simple is the Christian is not possessed by the devil. They just need their feet washed. Feet represent your walk, your walk in the Lord, your walk in the Lord. All right. Did you catch it? So the Christian believer doesn't need to get delivered uh, from possession from a demon. You, what you need to do is get your feet uh, you need to get your feet washed or your walk, your behavior, your life, uh, your journey needs to be cleansed. And it requires you to ask someone else uh, to do it. Now, with that being said, and me laying the groundwork for this, let me tell you the demon um, that self-deliverance will not remove. Now, self-deliverance is great. I believe in it. Um, and... There are moments uh, in the Christian experience where uh, when there's no present deliverance ministry, God uh, will allow you to do self-deliverance, right? But here is one, here is one that self-deliverance cannot uh, remove, and it's pride. Self-deliverance cannot remove pride. And I'm going to tell you why. Because pride requires you to humble yourself and ask someone else to do the deliverance. If there's any other sin, did you catch it? If there's any other sin uh, that self-deliverance can remove, it can remove it. But pride, self-deliverance will not. And I'm going to tell you why. James chapter 5 says, listen to me, confess your faults to one another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. Did you catch it? The prerequisite for healing from pride is predicated upon you going to someone and confessing it. If there's self-deliverance, there is no accountability or confession. Did you catch it? Self-deliverance can help you with lust, vanity, gluttony, greed, covetousness, idolatry, masturbation, uh, you name it. But pride, pride is protected by a clause. 
C-L-A-U-S-E, a clause. And the clause is this. It's sanctioned by the courtroom of heaven that requires the believer to humble themselves, go to someone of rank, and ask them to wash your feet. Now, here is where... I just want to let you know that when it comes to pride in your life, you are outranked. You need someone else that is not impressed with your gifting, that is not impressed with your talent, that is not impressed with your title, that is not impressed with your office, that is not impressed with anything but your humility level. It will require someone to get in your face and say, yo, that's pride in your life. So let me just tell you something. Uh, if, if you haven't had someone conduct deliverance on you, you're still prideful. Pride is still there. There's, there's no way around this. There's, no, I'm not talking about, listen to me. I'm not talking about, uh, having accountability partner to pray. We need to go beyond that. We, we need to go beyond this, uh, this venting conversations on the phone. No, you need somebody to just say, yo, listen, that's pride in your life and that's not pleasing to God. Um, and you need to repent. And let's cast the devil out of you in that when it comes to that. All right. So self-deliverance works on every sin except pride. Pride. Why? Because the Bible is very clear. The early apostles and even Jesus. He said, baby, listen, you can't wash your own feet. Not in this area. You need someone else to wash your feet. Now watch this. The ministry of deliverance in and of itself is set up to be codependent on someone else to kill your pride. That's why you can't do deliverance and be prideful or receive deliverance and be prideful. You have to go to someone and let them know your demons, man. Like, yo, I got some issues um, in my life when it comes to this particular area. And you need someone to come and rebuke you and tell you, hey, listen, uh, this is Lucifer's virus inside of you and you need to repent. Or you're going to lose everything. So pride is the only sin that cannot be removed through self-deliverance. Now, I, the Lord sent me here today to tell some of you that on that, you know, I, I do self-deliverance. Okay, amen. But you're still prideful. There's, there's still pride there. Because it takes a measure of humility, trust, vulnerability, accountability to actually go to go to someone and say, yo, listen, man, uh, uh, I, I think I'm pretty prideful in this. Now, watch this. Pride, watch this, comes in with something that you're good at, not at something that you're bad at. Did you catch what I just said? This is what I'm saying. Pride only comes in where you're gifted at. Did you catch it? That's what causes us to be prideful is in the level of our expertise and gifting. Why? Because you're good at it. You can't be prideful at something that you're not good at. When you get good at something, um, then you become prideful in it, which means 
If you're talented, baby, you need to get delivered. You need to find someone. You need to fly out. I don't want to hear this stuff about there's nothing in my city. Baby, fly out to a deliverance conference. Fly out to a deliverance minister. Track the minister down. Do something. My God, find your way. Crawl your way. Borrow the money. Uh, take out money from your 401k, your inheritance, whatever the case may be. Listen, your, your destiny is dependent upon you finding someone of rank. Watch this. The second thing is when you get delivered from pride or to get delivered from pride, you can't find someone of the same level as you and the same rank. You need at least one level higher. You need one level higher. Watch this. You need someone. Watch this. I'm going to bless you. You need someone who has had their log removed so that they could help you remove your speck. Did you catch what I just said? You don't find another speck person that got delivered from a speck. No, you find someone where the Bible says, how can you tell your brother, uh, let me remove your speck if you have a log in your own eye? That verse is not about hypocrisy. It's about rank and office for a log is greater than a speck for a speck comes from the log. It's of the same uh, mass and species and nature. It's the same. It's literally a dust from the same is it's like dust from wood, but it's still the wood. Did you catch it? You got to find someone uh, who is of Higher rank. And for those of you that are, you know, you, this universal Christian, you know, like, uh, uh, everybody's the same in Christ. Well, in Christ, everybody's the same. In the kingdom, everybody is not the same. Everybody is not the same. Jesus said, the least in the kingdom is greater than John. In the same verse, he said, in the kingdom, there's least and in the kingdom there's greater. So there is rank. It was, what's all this? Everybody's the same. Everybody's not the same. Everybody's not the same. As a matter of fact, Jesus on more than one occasion kept saying, least in the kingdom, least in the kingdom, least in the kingdom. Did you catch it? Maybe in modern evangelicalism and modern day present Christianity, everybody's the same because religion has a universal model, but in the kingdom, everybody is not the same. There is greater and there is less. The least in the kingdom is greater than John outside the kingdom. And Jesus said, John was the greatest of all men born outside of him. That means the least, watch this, in the kingdom is greater than the greatest person that ever lived. Did you catch it? You, you could keep playing with this modern evangelical stuff. You can keep that stuff. I'm going to be in the kingdom. I'm going to be with red letters. I'm going to follow him. I'm going to fo I'm going to seek first, not Christianity, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, Christianity or the cross. Did you catch it, man? 
Paul in Acts chapter 28 preached the kingdom and the name of Jesus Christ. Notice how it said the kingdom first. Kingdom, 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 kingdom first. Did you catch it? And the name of Jesus. But we just stay on the name of Jesus and we get nothing. And then the rest of us get in the kingdom and we get everything. Why? Because all these things will be added unto you because of the kingdom. But what makes that legal and possible is the cross of Jesus. Did you catch what I just said? Now watch this. With that being said, all of the protocols for deliverance are not held within the confines of modern evangelicalism. They're held within the protocols and the ethics of the kingdom. Kingdom deliverance, not religious deliverance. Did you catch it? And, and religious deliverance is, I'm just going to do my self-deliverance. Oh, I don't need to go to nobody. I'm just going to pray this prayer off a book. I renounce you, Satan. I come against you. Come out of my life. Come out of my life in Jesus' name. And then, you know, we start fake manifesting. <coughs> start coughing, fake vomiting, <coughs> all of that stuff. Fake. It's not real. It's you making yourself do that. And then by the time deliverance ministers come around and tell you about yourself, we say things like, I, I already did that. I already did that. I did self-deliverance. No, baby, you still got pride in there. There's pride in there. There's pride in there. And guess what? I level the playing field. That is why I have had five deliverances done on me. And I'm up for a six. You want to know why? Because every time God elevates you, pride is knocking on the door. Pride is knocking on the door at every moment of your elevation. So it's not, I need to get delivered. Let me get into some fasting and praying. Let me tell you what happens. Let me tell you, listen, 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 listen. Listen, Linda, 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 listen. <laughs> Nothing will make you more prideful and more zealous than you knowing you need deliverance and then you get on some fasting and praying stuff. No, baby, go find yourself somebody and be held accountable and confess your fault. Call somebody and say, woman of God, man of God, I need five minutes of your time. I'm dealing with pride right now. I'm dealing with this. I'm dealing with that. I'm dealing with the other. Man, could you pray for the cast the devil out of me? Because don't counsel me in this moment. I just need some healing in this. And don't patty cake me. Don't tell me it's the flesh. Don't tell me it's a principle that I need to apply. Just cast this thing out of me. If it is a demon, let's roll up your sleeve and let's get this thing cracking right now. In Jesus name. Listen, fasting and praying will keep you more bound. You want to know why I'm going to tell you why it keep you more bound? I'm going to tell you why. Because your deliverance is not given to you. By something you do is given to you by the efficacy of Christ's crucifixion on the cross. It is a free gift. Your faith is a free gift. And so is your deliverance by grace through faith in Christ alone, by faith alone, through grace alone. What fasting and praying does, it's you adding to the work of the cross you know, you might as well just keep yourself in bondage. Might as well keep yourself in bondage because Jesus ain't going to set you free because you're fasting. 
He's going to set you free because you have a broken spirit and a contrite heart. That's the sacrifice of God. Not saying a prayer. Satan, I renounce you. You know, you read my book and now yeah, I read Pagani's book and I, I did every prayer. So I'm definitely delivered. Oh, you got delivered. Definitely. But that pride is still there. You see what I'm saying? That pride is still there. And it requires you to go to someone and confess your fault to one another. And then what happens? You pray for one another. And then what God does? He sends the healing. Listen, man, I got zero tolerance for all of your pansy excuses of, well, there's no deliverance in my city. Baby, you ain't poor. You ain't that poor. Find the money and go somewhere and go get delivered and go get and go get delivered for real or do something. I don't want to hear this. Listen, why? Because the more you keep doing, the more you keep resisting, the more prideful you will become. Hey, listen, you ain't got no time to go to hell for pride. You know, that, that, that'd that be foolish of you to, your, your freedom. Listen, there's a generation of people that is waiting for you to get delivered. But God can't use you because you stink and you, you have a stench of pride on you, man. You smell like Lucifer. You're anointed, but you also got the angel of light on you. Talking about that devil angel on you. Did you catch what I just said? Get, get yourself delivered. Humble yourself and just... You know, how about this? Confession is a powerful, powerful. Watch this. I'm gonna, let's start this. Let's start your deliverance process right now. <laughs> Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. There's power in confession. Be honest right now. You ain't got nothing to lose. You ain't got nothing to lose. You're going, you're going to speak the truth. Shame the devil. Say it in the chat room. Say, man, I, I need to get delivered from pride. I got pride in my life. And guess what? I'm going to set it off. Pagani, I got pride in my life and I need to get delivered. I need to get delivered from it. I need to get delivered. See what I'm saying? Say, I got pride in my life and I need to get free. I need to get free. You know why? Because now the cat's out of the bag. And now your real deliverance has officially begun. <laughs> so now I'm going to decree the word of the Lord over your life that the Lord will assign, I decree that the Lord would assign an angel. I speak to the angel assigned to your life that's listening to me right now. Make sure that you find a way to help your assignment get connected to a deliverance ministry where they can get fully delivered from that pride. I come in agreement with those of you that are praying that this angel, your angel, will find a pathway. I speak to the angel assigned over your life. Help them find the money. Help them find the money. Help them find the people. Help them make the money show up that they would be able to fly out to a deliverance conference. Help them find a deliverance ministry. Connect the right people to them of rank. And help them get set free. 
I decree that in Jesus name over your life. Listen to me. Listen to me, y'all. Your pride has been having your angels with their hands tied. I just your confession has released your angels hands and now watch them work. And here's the word of the Lord that I'm hearing. 30 days. God is saying to some of you, give me 30 days while I put the things together in the heavens to connect you with the God says you need God says give him 30 days. This month, this 30 days. God says by the next new moon festival, catch that in the spirit. Look it up in the scriptures. I've been teaching this as of recent. The new moon festival is found in all throughout the Old Testament with the children of Israel. God says the new moon festival is literally this 30 day, the 30 day window. You gotta give your angel 30 days because they gotta find the right ministry. They gotta go get instructions from heaven and make it work. They gotta make it work. They gotta be, I decree that you'll be sensitive to angelic activity in your life. That you'll begin to sense the angels working. Why? Because of your humility in being honest publicly with people who know your username. God said you done broke the back of Lucifer and pride and haughtiness out of your life. And watch God says, give me 30 days, 30 days to begin to put this. In. God says by the next new moon. By the next new moon celebration, you're going to be connected to the right people and you're going to be sitting under a ministry that's going to be helping you get delivered for real. Receive that as a word of the Lord in Jesus' mighty name. Now, here's my instruction to you. Listen to your angels. Listen to your angels. Listen to your angels. Listen to your angels. The angels is going to give you. Oh, and another thing. And another thing. Make sure you set aside seed so that you can honor that person that God is going to send you to get you delivered. Don't just walk up in there broke. Set some money aside and be like, so there where you want to go there. Did you catch it? Don't be going to the men and women of God with all this brokenness. No, no, no. You, you respond with a seed. You're not buying your miracle. But your act is called honor. You're activating the level of honor. You're activating honor. Don't dishonor the people that are going to help you get set free. Send them that. Come with seed in your hand and be a blessing to them as they spend time helping you get delivered. If you follow my instructions, if you, listen, if you follow my instructions, you're going to get completely fully delivered. Because there's some of you that feel that there's something holding you back and it's your pride. And it's your pride. It's your pride. And it's your pride not because you're being prideful. It's because you haven't confessed your fault to one another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. So receive this as a word of the Lord in Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name. I'm out of here. God bless you. I love you. My name is Alexander Pagani, lead pastor of Amazing Church located here in the South Bronx, uh, New York City. All right. I'm God in Jesus' name. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible. 